Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Robbie Knox, and I'm the landlord of The Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Hello and welcome back to The Moon Underwater, where we are here with Vittorio Angeloni creating his dream pub, and it is a solid one so far with milk on at the bar available, <laughs> which I like, full fat also. <laughs> uh, before the break, Dan, you were giving us the question for your pub quiz, and it's now time for us to answer. Yeah. So I'll hand right back over to you. So it's a translation quiz, and uh, I'm doing breakfast orders in three different languages. Badly, because okay. I don't speak these languages. I'm doing my best. Can I ask a question about the how the marks will be allocated? So, for every food stuff that you get correct, you will get one point. And for telling me what language I was speaking, you will get another point. <gasps> so, is the number if there's multiple things in there, are you getting multiple points for yes. that food stuff? Yes. So there's lots. So each each order has has at least three things. Okay. Is there anything? Is there any punishment for getting them wrong? Basically, no. as I'm saying, so you can just you can guess if you want. You've well, just got to trust that people aren't just going to list all the breakfast things they know and hope they're right. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. I will say uh, the first thing, the first one, has four foodstuffs. So you so can you make four. four. Okay, yeah. wonderful. Okay, okay. just wanted to, good to like clarify that. Thank so you. it's five points on offer for the first one. That's good pub quiz. Yeah, yeah. Pedantry. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's really good, actually. Otherwise, Because yeah. this is something that would come up at the end and teams would be shouting at the quiz master and everyone yeah. going, but they just named every single yeah, breakfast food. Yeah. And he'd go, well, I didn't technically say that. Yeah. I'm not a competitive man. I'm happy to lose, but I want to lose fairly. You want to lose on a level playing field. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Okay. Take it away, Dan. Okay. So five points on offer for the first one. Four foodstuffs <laughs> okay. and one uh, language. Okay. Lachs und Eier auf Toast mit Orangensaft. So let's go to you, Vittorio. We can trust Robbie. He's not just going to copy. Can you say it one more time? Because I want to get clear in my head. Yep. Lachs und Eier auf Toast mit Orangensaft. Okay. I've got mine. Okay. I'm going to note down the scores. I've got toast and orange juice. Yeah, I've got those. Yep. And I've guessed others. Melon. Okay. And yogurt. I've. I've, and it's German. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got German toast and orange juice. Yes. But I I'm gonna say, as a pure guess, bacon and eggs. So lax is salmon. Well, lax, which is a bit like lox, I guess. Gravelax is a salmon Gravelax, thing, isn't yes. it? In some language mm. or something. And I aya is eggs. Oh, nice. Wow. So extra point to Robbie. Nice. Four, three after round one. Very yeah. good. And it is German. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Okay. Question two has three foodstuffs. So it's four points on offer. Okay. Three foods and the language. Bacon to mame to kohi. Shall I go, go first? first? Go first. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Wait, let me, let me lock mine in so I don't yep. steal okay. any of yours. Bacon to mame to kohi. Yeah, I'll go for that. One more time. Bacon to mame to kohi. I think this is... <laughs> I'm just basing purely on the accent that you did mm -hmm. <laughs> rather than any knowledge of it. 
I'm going to say Italian, but I'm not convinced it is. Okay. I'm going to go for Italian. Yeah. It's definitely not, judged by your face. <laughs> uh, I'm in the mud here. I'm going to go bacon for the first one. I'm just going to go BLT sandwich. Okay. Yep. So have bacon, lettuce, right. tomato. Okay. Don't think I'm right. Vittorio. I think... I think bacon. I think... Uh... I, I get I, I get why you said tomato, but I think two is going to be and in whatever language this is because there's two twos. It was two mommy. Two, so it's mommy, which I think is going to be milk. Uh, no, it's not. It's not because it's going to be, co- I think coffee and then mommy is going to be something. And I'm going to guess that mommy is beans. And I'm going to guess that the language is Japanese. <laughs> Victoria nailed it. Oh, is that right? <laughs> that is four out of four. Oh my word. Oh, that is so wonderful. The two and the two is and, yeah. <laughs> so what was it? It was Bacon is bacon. Yeah. Yep. So point to Robbie for that. To Mame, you can work it out. If you if you if you think it's Japanese, you work it out because we've all heard of edamame, which oh. is soybeans. So that is beans and kohi is coffee. Yeah. Wow. So the I've full cru- four. I've crushed that Amazing. So yeah. hard. <laughs> I, was, I did think when I was saying Italian, I thought I did think maybe Japanese. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, to, to be fair, you yeah. based it on the accent, and yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody's thrown out a strong Japanese <laughs> yeah. accent on yeah, a podcast yeah, yeah. these days. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's the point difference here? Like, so currently, Vittorio has nine. seven. Robbie has five, and there are okay. four points on offer oh, in the final a, one. It's gonna be tough. I've got to try and scra- scrape a draw here. Which is, it's the hardest one to say. So, is paniki omaleta e na krawasan ke mia matomeni Maria? So how many? How many? So there's how many foods? So there are three foodstuffs and the language. Okay, so one more time, please, Dan. Is paniki omaleta. Ena Krawasan Keimia Matomeni Maria. Is it me first? Do you yeah. want to go first? Or do we do the person who is oh, trailing first trailing and then there's first. a more sense of jeopardy? Yeah. Okay. Wait, let me lock mine in. All right. Shall I go? Yep. I think it's Spanish. You think the language is Spanish? Yes. Okay. Now I think it's <laughs> <laughs> I think the first I I, I think it's an omelette. Okay. Are you going to require more details for that? Or is that enough? Uh, or maybe it's just well, not an omelette. Yeah, we'll yeah. I think it's an omelette. I think it's croissant. And I think it's a Bloody Mary. Okay. And Spanish. Yes. Okay. Oh, I th- I, no, I think I've got the last one wrong. I think it's Greek. And I think it's a Spanish omelette. I think it is a croissant. And I thought it was going to be like Mary Rose sauce, but I think a Bloody Mary is probably more likely. Okay. So this is going to be difficult to score. So it is Greek. Okay. So one point yeah, of It's Victoria. Greek when there's an Iki. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Greeks love okay. an Iki. And Ispaniki is, is, is Spanish. It Spanish almost sounds omelet. like a weird way of Spanish. So it's Spanish omelette. So you See, get, I was going to say Spanish omelette when you said, are you talking about the language? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Spanish omelette. Yeah. You did say yeah. omelette. Yeah, and I wouldn't so give any more information so gonna, had you not. So because yeah, you, you said, do, do you I'll need give, more info? Yeah, on I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you both got a croissant. Yeah, correct. Okay, and it is a Bloody Mary. Nice, but it's not enough. But it's not enough. It's ten points to Vittorio. Eight points to Robbie. You were right to be confident, Victoria. It was a good Victoria. quiz, though. It was, it was hard a good quiz. That was great. They can Very be a bit good. hit and miss, Dan. Yeah, we all remember the, the, the shame that was Mammal or Duck. Oh, Mammal or Duck was a great yeah. girl. Um, <laughs> not sure, but that was, you've, you've excelled yourself there, Dan. Well done. I'm, a good scoring system. I'm most buzzing that I spotted, uh, even though they were all done in a Portuguese accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm buzzing know. that I got German, Japanese, and Greek. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. I think that's yeah, solid. That's your, languages. your um, multinational heritage there yeah, coming yeah, through yeah, as a yeah. citizen of the world. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. Fabulous. Very good. Okay, well done, Dan. Yeah, um, terrific. Look, hope, let's hope this is a return to quiz form from you. <laughs> there, brilliant. Right, uh, Victoria, we have to carry on making your dream pub here. Mm-hmm. Spirits time now. You get two spirits. What's your first choice? Uh, vodka, not because I like vodka, but I'm just building up to a cocktail. Oh, I think vodka's right. bad and wrong. 
but there's a reason the milk's there as well. Okay. Shall we combine these into one? Shall we ask your second one now here? Because I think I, I can see where this is yeah, going here. Kahlua. Kahlua. Vodka, Kahlua, get the full fat milk in. Wow. We did not tell you what this bell was, Vittorio. That's so exciting. I didn't even know there was a bell. So the bell, um, this is something we probably should have discussed at the beginning. Yeah. Explain what your bell is, Dan. Bell What's is just happening? Yeah, I, I mentioned the estuary that froze over at the beginning. Well, mm -hmm. when I first moved to the, uh, the correct realm, I discovered a tugboat been abandoned in the estuary and I, I liberated this bell from it. And what it basically means is that one of your drinks choices will appear on the bar as we're chatting. Ah. And um, uh, you don't have to drink it now. You don't have to drink it now. But it is Kahlua, unfortunately, without the vodka or milk. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really aware of the... Uh, the, the company. You mean, yeah, wow. I'm aware, I'm aware yeah. of, a, of yeah, the cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's quite a lot of lore to this podcast. No, it's yeah. great. There so there go. is. So you can, you can have some or you can... Yeah, when you can, that is yours to take I mean, away. That's really nice. I'm not going to drink it. I also itself. will not drink, drink <laughs> the yeah, morning. I did have Kahlua. glasses. Oh, Do fuck it. Drink? Let's have a little sniffer <laughs> of Kahlua. Tiny, a tiny Jesus taste Christ, what you, are we you, doing? Right. Okay, so people so, with real jobs can't do this. We yeah. might as well make the most of it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, impressive. The most impressive thing about this of is, of Kahlua. course, the speed at which you went from I'm not having that to <laughs> yeah. fuck it, let's have some Kahlua. What am I doing with the rest of my day? Yeah. Oh, I've spilled it. Don't worry. It's a generous portion as well. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Has um, anyone got any garlic bread? Has anyone ever... <laughs> I said I want to deliver something. <laughs> can you drink it um, neat? Is it you can drink anything neat. Nobody's obviously. tried it before. Uh, yeah. Well, so okay. we're going to give it That's a go. Right. Lovely. Cheers. Well, to the we'll, moon. Have our, we'll have our straight up. Yeah. Um, come on, let's have a go. Oh, do you know what? That's really nice. That's, That's really nice. <laughs> why? Why am I having mornings oh not God. on Kahlua? Why, are, why is anyone drinking just That's, coffee? That's like those chocolates yeah. you get at Christmas. That's unreal. Yeah. That's so good. I don't like coffee in that class. I've been sleeping on Kahlua all this time. I've, like, I'm What's at best, this? I'm middle-aged. Oh 46. I do pretty well to live to 92. Right. Is that right? Yeah, 92. Yeah. I've wasted probably half my life without <laughs> Kahlua in it. It's a liquid. It's a liquid quality street. That's so fucking great. Kahlua is amazing. Oh my god! I really didn't expect to have more than one sip of that. No, I thought I'd have one taste. <laughs> <laughs> and then just talk quietly about it. Let's this talk is a about delight. This oh. is a delight. Let's talk about white Russians and where your love for them has come from. I'm a. It's the same as pretty much everybody who likes white Russians. The, I mean, part, yeah, it's partly that thing of like. The, the the Baileys thing when I first started drinking of like, I like ice, ice cream and I like booze. Let's make my booze taste like ice cream, please. <laughs> but I also used to make white Russians like wrong, um, which is actually a real disrespect to the drink we're drinking now. I used to do vodka Baileys and milk, which is kind of an even creamier, oh, whiter okay. Russian um, to some degree. Have you ever had a black Russian? I didn't no, know. One of the worst things ever. What is it? What's it's the black? Vodka colored Coke. Coke. Oh my God. Yeah. It's awful. No, that doesn't sound good. Awful. But I just love the, and also I make uh, white Russians wrong in the sense that you're not supposed to shake them. They're supposed to be like poured over ice and just like stirred. Okay. And, um, but if you shake them, it gets like frothy, like a milkshake. Yeah. Do you know the proportions they're supposed to be of a white Russian? Equal parts, everything. Okay. In my opinion. Does it matter in which order you pour them in? It doesn't milk. matter, I guess, if you're mixing them. I think you put the vodka and Kahlua in the bottom and then the milk kind of cascades down and then it does that nice Guinness thing where as the milk hits the Kahlua, it kind of blossoms up, like mm -hmm. the darkness blossoms up through the milk. Yeah. And technically it's supposed to be half and half rather than milk, which is why I went for full fat milk. Okay. So it's supposed to be like the kind of nether region between milk and cream. Is that what half and half is? It's half milk, half cream. Okay. It's like an American thing. You know where you yeah, get it over yeah. here, which is why I've gone for. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. So that. maybe like a, cause they have cream in their coffee. Like they'll get like single mm. cream and just put yeah. it. So you could do that. But I think that's quite, so I think a full fat milk is oh, a nice, happy medium. It's really fantastic. Good. Um, and vodka, we'll talk about that for a bit. You're picking it purely for this drink. You're not a fan of it. Purely for this drink. Um, although it does get mentioned in a, in a later choice. Um, but yeah, I just, it's so aggressive. Yeah. Like there's no goodness to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like with like a rum or something, there's like a, 
if you have a rum and coke, you're like, oh, that's got a nice like spiciness or sweetness yeah. to this, that, and the other. But a vodka and coke is just a coke with a bit of... Uh, in it. <laughs> mm. even, even gin, there's a variety of different like flavors to it. With vodka, it does feel like you can get really bad vodka. Yeah. But even the good vodka, to me, just... The best is, yeah. vodka tastes the least like vodka. Right. Like yeah. really good vodkas just becomes more and more drinkable. Yeah. And less just aggressive. Vodka's just it just feels so functional. Of really? like, oh, alcohol, yeah. Dan, it you- was it was um originally used as medicine. I mean that's what it was. It was an antibacterial and an antibacterial agent to clean wounds. Yeah, yeah. When, Donald, when Donald Trump said we could uh, might be able to do something with COVID by swallowing <laughs> Domestos or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, not that far away. From, yeah, from, yeah. From, from former medical. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, um, Dan, went on the Trans-Siberian Railway in your youth. And in fact, you've written a, well, it's a very good novel, Fuck yep. with Chocolate Chasers. Is that me. still possible to get? Online? I don't think so. Oh. You might be able to. Maybe on eBay yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah that um, Iron Brew man will be selling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So there you go. Well, that and that, um, so you would have drunk a, a decent amount of vodka, yeah. presumably, on that trip. Tell us about Russian yeah, vodka. Yeah, we, we drank quite a bit. The, the the thing that I named the book after was actually it was the next train that we took, which was from St. Petersburg to um, Poland. Mm-hmm. And we were in a train carriage with a couple of Russian truck drivers. And you can buy, they basically just buy cans of vodka Mad. like in vending machines like we buy Coke. And they were very nice. Well, we couldn't speak any Russian, couldn't speak any English, and they were they were sharing their, their mm. vodka with us. And then they had sort of this chop, just chocolate, and they went, "This is how you do it." And you drink vodka and then eat some eat some chocolate. Oh, that's and nice. we sat in the in this carriage with them. Yeah, did they speak much English? No, not at all. I don't. I don't I've got no idea what we said to each other. I just remember they were quite rough looking, but they were very nice and shared their vodka and chocolate. But yeah. Russians' approach to booze is so mad because I swear, until like the eighties or nineties, like beer wasn't viewed as an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Like anything under twelve percent was like <laughs> yeah. that's a so, that's a soft yeah. drink for kids. <laughs> Wow. Well, it's. I mean, to be fair, we've we, we've uh, heard about this in our other podcasts. In the in the sort of seventeenth, eighteenth century, kids did drink beer in this country because it was safer than water. Yeah. So maybe it's a bit of a hangover from that, I guess. But still, I've mentioned yeah. this on here, Vittorio. Do you know what the legal age in the UK that you can give a child alcohol is? Like in your own home, yeah. give it to your kids. What's, what's the youngest child you can legally give alcohol to at home? Oh God! What I mean, what sprung into my mind is like eight, or something absolutely insane like that that you can give like a little like glass of wine or whatever. But it's probably I'd say thirteen, five. Jesus Christ! Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there are. I mean, I, why are they in the government doing other stuff where they've not sorted this out? No, I love. I love the thought that there's still some. Yeah. Bald man in Kent, yeah. going as a fucking nanny state. Yeah. If I want to give my fucking yeah. toddler a fucking pint in the privacy of my own home, I love the thought of, of someone, someone's kid coming home from reception, going, "Can I have a, can I have a John Smith stand up till you're in year one, son?" Long day, like your brother. Yeah, coloured outside mad. the lines. For that's me. mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and Kalua, do you have that in anything other than the White Russians? Is it just purely a White Russian? I think it's pub? purely a White Russian kind of. I can't think what else you would have Kalua in other it's than right now. Uh, yeah, every morning from yeah. now. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I <laughs> think this, pots and I kind of yeah. think this is going to go brilliantly in a coffee as well. So sort of uh, yeah, I think that's because people mm. put like whiskey in a coffee or whatever. But I think this would blend so nicely with the coffee that you would hardly notice. Yeah. Yeah. Bailey's in a coffee mm. is very nice, mm. and this I think is just. Be fabulous. Is it called really a nice. coffee liqueur? Is that the name? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Do you know anything about about the Kahlua company? Dan? Um, a little bit. I mean, it, it originated in Mexico in 1936. Wouldn't have guessed that. It takes seven years to make it. Wow. Um, and the word Kahlua is basically an old ancient Arabic word that's slang for coffee. Why does it take seven years? What are they doing for seven they, years? They, I did read this. It's how do you make Kahlua? Yeah. So they get the, um, there's a particular kind of coffee bean that they mm-hmm. grow in the shade 
And so it takes ages for it to reach right. fruition. It takes years for it to reach fruition and then then they get it out and then they have the rest of the process takes about another year. But most of it is growing. And the then do they coffee. like ferment the coffee beans? Like does the booze come from the coffee beans or is it like basically vodka with coffee beans in it? Well, it's made with 100% Arabica coffee, rum and sugar. Wow. Okay. So that, of course, must be from the rum, I guess. Yeah. Fabulous. And then White Russian was invented in 1955 in Oakland, California. Oh. Kalua. A terrific choice. So, yeah, Yeah. a great great combination to create the White Russian. Mm. Um, And Big Lebowski in there as part of the Um, Yeah, love that. There's a few films that I watch endlessly in Bruges, Big Lebowski, Legend with the two Tom Hardys in it. And the Blues Brothers, those are my, like, I will watch them all at least twice a year. Blues Brothers is my favourite ever film, I think. unbelievable. I got. I was lucky enough to go into some a screening of it, and then the director John Landis was doing a Q and A afterwards. There's only about thirty of us there, and it was just basically chatting to him for half an hour until we eventually went. Anyone got any questions? I went. No, we're out. And he went. All right. See you later. Yeah. It was amazing. It's, it's, it's such a good film. Brilliant. He was saying that he'd he'd basically he'd been asked to do this film, and I think Animal House had just done really well. Mm. Got asked to do it, and it had to be out. At, for a certain date like it was christmas or something like that. i said because of that because that's the best thing because they'll just do what you want to get it finished so he just they just basically started asking for like we want 150 cars to crash and they were just <laughs> i going, love yeah. that scene i love so that good. scene so cars just keep <laughs> he going said, he said they had a the they had thing. like a sort of workshop like on set where basically the cars would get smashed up get taken there patched up painted go out again to get smashed up repeatedly sort of thing just until they were <laughs> couldn't be salvaged it's incredible it's such a good movie. But yeah, Big Lebowski, really, really lovely. I dressed up as the Big Lebowski when I was in uni and went down to the SU bar, dressing gown, sandals, the whole thing, and had to bring my own milk because they didn't have milk behind the bar. So I gave it to my friend Peter again and was like, can you put that in the fridge and make me white Russians yeah. for the rest of the evening? And he was like, yeah. It's crazy. Wonderful. Well, there's no need to bring your own milk to your pub, Victoria, because you have got that covered. played a lot of comedy nights in pubs i imagine Mm -hmm. over the years are there any particularly good comedy pubs around the country that you particularly enjoy i host a night and run a night twice a month at a pub called the gladstone arms in borough and oh we've been there it's a wonderful pub yeah i was there for lloyd griffith's 40th birthday as well recently something he first went to that pub doing my game (laughs) oh well there you go then yeah yeah that's so funny. And I remember him asking, he asked for the phone number of the owner yeah. to book that party. That's yeah, wonderful. Pub. Um, unbelievable pub. Tiny room upstairs. Yes. It just about seats 30 people. Mm. And it's just unbelievable to play. And the owners are so sound. Mm. All, the, like, all the staff are brilliant. Really good vibes in the pub. It's just enough off the high street that it's yeah. not like loads and loads of like like randomers coming in you know it's not like people who are just like popping in or like tourists or whatever it's people who know about it and it's like little tucked away it's it's like quite a famous music pub back in the day as well like ellie golding started there and like all sorts of different things but yeah i really love i really love that and then um, to come down it's a great pub yeah yeah we had had, um a guy called uh david jesu darson on who's he's been recently named i think beer writer of the year or pub writer of the year uh, and he he's written a book about Desi pubs, all these pubs of with Indian landlords yeah. and, and Pakistani landlords and stuff. And and he was talking about that. That's why we first went to it. So yeah, it's a fabulous pub. Great chicken tikka pie. Mm. Yes, yeah. I had that. You had the smashed paneer <laughs> pie, didn't you? I did. Delicious. Good. So good. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So great choice. Good. Yeah, that's definitely mm. my favourite. Um, every week, Dan converses with a listener of the podcast to get a suggestion that can go in your pub. Mm-hmm. You don't have to accept it. It's entirely up to you. We're just sort of crowdsourcing ideas to see whether you're interested. Dan, who are we talking to this week? Talk to Neil this week. Okay. Let's see what he says. Hey, this is Neil um, up in Edinburgh. My suggestion for Vittorio's pub is a bowling alley because um, who do you think you are? I am. (laughs) 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 There's a theme coming here, isn't there, for this this pub? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you going for it? Yeah, I'm, yeah, get a bowling alley in there. That's unbelievable. I think bowling alleys are fucking brilliant. That's in reference to my upcoming tour. Who do you think you are? I am. 
Um, yeah, which is on sale now, and you should all come along and all of those things. Yeah, uh, it's named after a, a bowler. Well, it's named after a quote of a bowler in America, a guy called Pete Weber, who scores a strike to win a tournament and screams at the crowd, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. and it's kind of like this viral clip that i really really love and the whole show is about how he's my hero and most people have never heard of him yeah which i think is so funny um but yeah i'm really debating flying him over for one of the shows <laughs> just for a fucking laugh but i'm worried he doesn't have a passport because he's kind of like a redneck american guy <laughs> have you ever had any any interaction with him or anything yeah well this is a small spoiler for the show but not a massive one i paid him a hundred pounds on cameo okay. uh, so he at my tour show and at the fringe uh i'm announced to stage by pete weber who the show is about oh, amazing. which is so good <laughs> i also love bowling shirts i love the whole like look and vibe i just think it's like yeah. a very it's like smart but like yeah. just nice and chill you know like a tony soprano-esque shirt yeah type, like, the yeah. shoes are nice as well i'd wear the shoes, shoes out about yeah the shoes are yeah. good although I'm a, I'm a crocs man i'm not wearing crocs today but i'm normally a crocs boy i'm a crocs at home and i've long time champion crocs as the ultimate indoor outdoor footwear yep. mm. have them by the back door out in the garden crocs on they're a great there. by the back door shoe mm, crocs yeah. really really good i'm trying to get an endorsement but i'm trying to get my own like collab with crocs good Do you know like like michael jordan had jordans yeah i want to have like the vittorios but they're they crocs. Become quite yeah. cool haven't they crocs? i mean it would sound really cool if you're your vittorio crocs yeah 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 if anyone from Crocs is listening, please yeah. g give me a line of Crocs. They become quite cool, haven't they? Because there was something time where they weren't. Do you? I don't want them to be cool. Um, yeah, I'm. Sure I want them you. to be comfy. I want them mm. to be for people who value comfort. But I saw a woman yesterday on the tube who was wearing uh, Balenciaga boots that were like a collab with Crocs. So they were like up to her knees black leather boots but then the front of them kind of looked croc-ish yeah. and i was like i don't no. i don't like that crocs shouldn't be collaborating with balenciaga they should be collaborating with me <laughs> or iron brew <laughs> <laughs> that, should be, that sort of stuff with milk <laughs> um yeah no fair enough so the bowling yeah. alley um is a great shout would I'm you go so for your own your own bowling ball with like something in it or something you know you get there's some guys over there really good bowling Bowling balls that with their own design and stuff. Oh yeah, I don't know what I would put on my own bowling ball. Is it is oh it kingpin God. where he's got like a rose in it or something, isn't he? In, yeah, and then in the Big Lebowski, obviously, there's yeah. a bowling yeah. theme as well with um, Jesus. Yeah, you know, the guy who turns yeah. out to be like a sex offender. Eight year old dude. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been to a couple of pubs for some reason. They I think they were both in the Midlands where they have skittle alleys oh. which is great which is yeah. like mini basically mini yeah, yeah yeah it's amazing they're really good really good fun so excited pubs. bowling's great i mean yeah. it, you're the next day you're so sore see if you played like a good chunk of bowling the day before mm. like it's muscles you just never yeah use really um it's also like so frustrating because you so rarely play bowling and every time you do it, you're like, oh, I'm shit at this. But what I like about it is that everyone I know is the same level at bowling. Yeah. Like, it's not fun if you play some, there's some things that people, look, there's someone who's good at. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Something yeah, like yeah. that. It's the same, like, everyone I know is about the same level at tennis as well. I know you can get better at tennis. Yeah. But no one plays it enough that yeah, I know yeah, yeah, yeah. to be good. So it, you can have a sort of competitive bowling or tennis match with pretty much anyone yeah. I know. And it's quite good. And yeah. there's variations on bowling if somebody is good. Get the rails um, up. Yeah. Bang. yeah. Use the ramp. I've got what well, actually there's like one guy I know, um, Tiger, he spent a year at uni in America and just did bowling every day. So he's like actually good at bowling. He's like, well, there's no point you just can't play. Yeah, it's just because what's the fuck gonna be a fun for anyone? Boring. Yeah. Mm. Wonderful. Okay, so that's in. That's Brilliant. in. I think, yeah, put the bowling. But can we have like a a door between pub and bowling? I don't want the noise. If people yeah. want like a quiet pint, can we have it like yeah. a function room at the sure, back pop. where there's bowling? Yeah. yeah. Will yeah. there be a bar in there as yeah, well? Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Okay. There's a really nice one in the basement of, and I've never been, but I've seen really nice pictures. The Ham Yard Hotel in Soho has a really cool like oh, okay. 70s style bowling alley in the basement. Nice. It looks really cool. I really wanted to do the tour photo shoot there, but they did not reply to my email. <laughs> 
Sad scenes. <laughs> if you have a suggestion for something that could go into a future pub, you can email me, Robbie at moonunderpod.com with your artistic vision. Now, Vittorio, we get to put in one CD or mini disc into the pub jukebox. What are you going to select? I have two options, and they're both going to ruin most customers' time at the pub. Um, one of them is an album by Lou Reed. Mm-hmm. Do you know Lou Reed? I know like, Lou Reed. Walk in the Wild. Very chill, mm-hmm. very nice. But it's an album of his called, um, is, is it called, it's either Metal Machine Music or Machine Metal Music. And it's basically, he had a contract with a record company for a certain number of albums. Right. And then he no longer wanted to be part of the contract and no longer wanted to make albums for them because they were kind of fucking him over financially. So he created, I think, two albums of just the most horrific feedback. <laughs> and every track's like 16 minutes long. And it's just like. <laughs> and it's completely unlistenable. But I love just the lower of a big yeah. middle finger to corporate people who are fucking over an artist. To, to he was like, well, I've made an album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So technically, it's really compliance, <laughs> isn't it? There's nothing in the contract that said it had to be good. <laughs> to read the Wikipedia here, Metal Machine Music is the fifth studio album by American rock musician Lou Reed. <laughs> it was recorded in a three-speed Ua machine. Ua? I was master engineered by Bob Ludwig. It was released a double album in July 1975 by RCA Records, but taken off the market three weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> That's great that they actually yeah. put it out there. Yeah, they have. A radical yeah. departure from the rest of his catalogue, the Metal Machine music album features no songs or recognizably <laughs> structured compositions, is skewing melody and rhythm for modulated feedback and noise mu- music guitar effects, mixed at varying speeds by Reed. There we go. So th- you talked about being a barman and the people who aren't your friends won't mm. leave. I mean, great album to put on. Yeah, you whacked that on full blast. Yeah. They're getting They'll out. They'll soon be out the door. They're maybe. getting out. Yeah. And the other one for a slightly more, maybe um, Metal Machine Music is in the evenings, but uh, during the day, there's a lovely uh, Scottish poet called Ivor Cutler, um, who I love the way certain Scottish people say poem because they say poem. And I just think that's lovely. And he has an album called Jammy Smears, which is a mixture of like funny little silly songs and also some of the most beautiful poetry you've ever heard read by quite an old Scottish man. And it just really like settle. It really relaxes me listening to an old Scottish man read his strange, surreal poetry. So you walk into your pub in an afternoon and then you order and then you see, what's, what's, what's that? And then you're transported yeah, into it's a all world like a, of weird like shit organ thing that just kind of does like a drone yeah it's like, mm, and he's there like you are the center of your little world and i am of mine now and again we meet for tea we're two of a kind and it's just so lovely and it's just like sound lovely. Sound lovely it's I've just never, like oh. i've never heard it the opening track is called bicarbonate of chicken yeah <laughs> waiter what do you want where's my bicarbonate of chicken <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll pick up the ones I'm curious for. Rubber toy? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Rubber toy off the top of my head. Fisty man? That's only eight seconds long, right at the end of side one. Um, Love. This looks exciting. Cage of small birds? 18 seconds long. Lemon flowers? A minute and two. Uh, They're not the traditional length of songs here. But I will certainly be listening to this on my way back to Norwich later on. There's a one, there's a really funny poem about he's walking along uh, next to a river and he hears a man shout, help! And he goes, what an arresting voice. I'm going to see who it is. Help! And he looks over and it's a guy drowning in the river and he goes, wow, what an incredible voice. And then walks off. (laughs) (laughs) Fact is, well, I'm afraid... Legally, you're only allowed to put one of these in. So, which is going to be? Is it let's, be put, little... let's put the lovely Scottish poetry yeah, so, okay. people, so anyone can sit in the pub for any length of time. Fabulous. That sounds an excellent, <laughs> presumably excellent choice. I'll, I'll listen on the way home and let you know. Yeah. Um, it is now time for a drinking time where the moon underwater will transport you back through the very fabric of time to relive a drink that you've had in the past mm. on an occasion. Had in the past. My first post divorce pint, the gin I had in Hull. My nan's homemade buckfast. The rum I drank with Liz Hurley. The lager I stole from the pigeon detectives. 
What moment in time would you like to be transported back to and what are you drinking? So when I started working at the student union bar at my university called the Basement Bar, um, it had just been, it had just changed management from a, a very strange man who didn't really know what he was doing and turned out didn't have an alcohol license to be managing a bar <laughs> whatsoever. But he had bought such an obscene amount of like really nice whiskeys, really nice vodkas, really nice spirits for a student bar where pints are one pound on a Tuesday. And it's like, nobody's buying these. So as the management changed, I started working there. When we would have drinks after work, the kind of financially savvy thing to do was just to drink the stuff that nobody was buying and we needed to get rid of. So we were just sat <laughs> in the bar after work drinking Grey Goose vodka. <laughs> And Pessoa, have you ever had Pessoa? No, is that a passion it's like fruit? A beautiful one. passion lovely, fruit yeah. liqueur. So this is the thing about vodka: the better it gets, just the less it tastes of vodka. If you have Grey Goose and Pessoa over ice, you don't need a mixer; like they're both mm. spirits. But if you just have a double Grey Goose and double Pessoa poured over like an like an ice cube, it's just the tastiest thing ever. And I just drank them after work, like every night for such a long time. Until we oh, ran out of Grey Goose and then we moved on to Belvedere Vodka. <laughs> this is the number of unbelievable spirits we had yeah. behind the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's some brave ordering for a student. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely wild. We yeah. had like multiple like old whiskeys. <laughs> Did he just buy them for himself? Was he just basically, sort of yeah. yeah? And he just he had an idea because my uni was like in central London. He was like, oh, it'll be a student bar, but also like professionals will come down from yeah. like the bank and i'm like well no you need a student id to get in so there's no there's no hope of that i've yeah. been ordering these drinks <laughs> for the last 10 years yeah. Yeah. i can see why management changed yeah, yeah for thing. sure for so sure. who would you be drinking these these drinks with who was there at the time Azzy, who was the um which is short for ausker my my um icelandic friend who grew up in london but he's i think he's half icelandic and he was the bar manager when when he was our big beardy fella used to play the double bass and um yeah we would just sit and drink and talk nonsense and i had so many strange nights working there i remember once because i was like the vice president of the students union for a couple of years oh wow we got like invited to some drinks reception at the house of commons like the whole su got invited as in like the whole like su executive team yeah. or whatever got invited and i was the only one who replied to the email so i went by myself <laughs> to a drinks reception at the House of Commons with like all like MPs and like SU presidents from all around the country. But because mine was such a small uni, it wasn't like a full-time job. It was, you did it mm. alongside your studies, whereas most of the time you take a year off yeah. and do your kind of vice president thing. So I was there and I didn't want to talk to any of the MPs or the SU people because people who work for SUs are freaks. <laughs> like they don't, they want to be politicians, and but they're at uni. It's like, no, why do you... Why do you want more responsibility? It's like such a strange <laughs> yeah, thing to yeah. want to do. And I, I just did it. But I genuinely only became vice president of my students' union because there was only one person running to be vice president and I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> a spite politician. Yeah, I was like, it can't be him. Yeah. <laughs> so is no one else going to go for this? Yeah. So I just did that. But I got absolutely shitbagged at this uh, House of Commons drinks reception because the events agency that were staffing it like the waiters and people with the canapes and stuff. I worked for that events agency at other events. So I knew loads of the like agency staff working well, yeah. there with the canapes. So I was just stood by the bar, just getting like fucked up at the House of Commons with people I was normally working. They were like, why are you in a suit? I was like, oh, I'm at this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then just got so smashed. And I was the only person there who had like a job aside from the SU stuff. And I was like, oh, I have to go work a shift at this like SU bar. So I showed up to work just absolutely blitzed. So sorry, just come from the House of Commons. Yeah, <laughs> smashed. Yeah, yeah, in a suit coming from the House of Commons, just being like, yeah, fuck it, man. <laughs> I'll be all right. That's brilliant. What was it like in the House of Commons? Was it like in a, in a pub bit? Was it a function room type thing? Or? I think it was like a pubish function roomish yeah. type thing. And I heard Labour MPs lagging off Jeremy Corbyn. I was like, you fucking bastards. <laughs> <laughs> He swayed over there with you. <laughs> Drunk. Like, what did he say? Throwing cocktail yeah, sausages yeah. at them. You piece of shit. 
<laughs> now it's time to find out Vittorio's dream pub companion. But that is only for those of you who have invested in the Moon Underwater Patreon. If you want to find out how to do that, you can go and subscribe at moonunderpod.com. And for the rest of you, we're back after this short advertisement. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to all the non-Patreon subscribers. And I love the The booing of Vittorio, not. Yeah, no, no, we appreciate all its patrons. Anyone who listens with. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. You are barred. It's now time, however, to decide what you don't want in your pub. You get to bar something from this pub. What's it going to be? Those punching machines. <laughs> you know the who punches yeah. the hardest things i think they ruin the vibe of any venue they're in do like you get them often where do you, do you see much beer gardens and the odd mm. like roughish pub kind of towards the toilets it's just like it brings out an awful side of awful yeah. men yeah yeah we went into i remember on mental wednesday we went to a pub uh in london in london bridge that had one of those didn't they did we yeah, right at the end of the night, there was some terrifying looking men just punching oh, yeah. this thing. And then, it's yeah, off, yeah. and it's just like that noise of like, Kukung! yeah, Kukung! every yeah. so often. You're just like, oh, it's just put such attention into the room. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. there's no, whatever little bits of money you're making from this, it's not worth the yeah. atmosphere ruining that's happening. So people are warming up for a fight. Yeah, it? it's, it's like a crazy. Only game. people that do it are people that can smash it. Because yeah. because someone like me who wouldn't be able to do it will go, well, why would I do it? Because yeah, everyone's going to look I at just me. Going, hurt my hand. Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. Yeah. I just think it's awful. And then even that kind of extends out to like, I hate boxing on TVs. I don't mind TVs and pubs, but like when there's boxing on and like everybody's there to watch it, awful vibe. Because it's just people yeah. who want to fight. You, was it you said you went to a boxing match and it was, or was it Jim? Like saying it was the atmosphere was oh, horrific. Quite I worked, scary. Yeah, I worked yeah. at a boxing match once at like the Excel Center. It's just people who want to fight. Yeah, yeah. I was on Saturday night. I was in a pub in Liverpool, and it was they had like a musician playing over the acoustic guitar, and mm -hmm. he was playing Wonderwall. And on every TV, they had UFC, and it was someone just getting. <laughs> pummeled and it was horrible and when we got picked up and slammed on his head you can see his head fly yeah. up and blood comes spurting out yeah. but there were there were so many TVs yeah. It was, and I was like I don't want to watch that it's jarring it's not nice and he's just saying today he's going to be entertained something that's brain damage it was horrendous I think this is not what this is not what I want it's a bad vibe it's yeah. bad vibe combat bad sports vibe. and pubs bad yeah yeah bad across no the sports board. and pubs no, I like yeah, football on the TV, happy with, I'm a big rugby fan, I really like rugby on the yeah. TV, all that stuff, but yeah, combat sports. No one getting brain damage. Yeah, it just ruins all the rugby. Well, rugby. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, I think no combat. No getting brain damage now, but yeah. in the long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm, I'm a, more of a, yeah, slow brain damage guy. <laughs> yeah, that's like a possible, 
I know we're not going to naming it yet, but the slow brain damage is possible. <laughs> possible title for you there. Yeah, I've got no objections to that, Dan. Have you? I mean, no, not, not at all. Victoria's probably going to have what he wants. Yeah, I, I, I think if I went in, if I looked through the window of a pub and there was a punching machine, I think I'd go. Let's keep walking. Let's that. go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. yeah, somewhere else. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not something I've come across a lot, but good to good to stamp out when we yeah. do see it. If you come, if the salesman comes around, they're going to be. No, thank like, you. No. Pool table. I love a pool table. Yeah. Victoria, you've got a new tour coming up, the one that you did in Edinburgh. Yes. Uh, that you've mentioned before. Uh, when is it? And explain the concept in a bit more detail to it. Concept. It's a fun show. It's really hard. Like, I, I always think when people get asked to describe stand-up comedy shows, they talk about the theme of the show. I mean, broadly, the point is it's really funny and you're going to have a good time <laughs> yeah. watching it. Um, broadly, it's about identity and um, trying to figure out who I am outside of the groups that I belong to. I think people are very into groups these days and the kind of teams that they want to be part of. And I wanted to figure out, it's got to be more to you than just the, there's safety in groups, but I think there's also kind of danger in relying on other people. So there's a bit of a theme in there. It's also about how Pete Weber, the bowler, is my hero, um, (laughs) which is fun. But it's a really fun show. I had a really fun time doing it and it got much better over the course of the Edinburgh Fringe. So I'm taking it all around the UK through to April. We've just recently extended it with a bunch of extra dates kind of all over the place. I'm aware there are some places, some people in some towns that when they hear someone is going all around the UK, they assume, oh, he's not coming to my mm. town. I'm coming to some real shitholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If you live in a shithole, you <laughs> do, don't, don't worry. Check. I'm I'll coming to so many towns in England that I have never heard of. Yeah. So have a look on the website. I'm probably coming somewhere nearby. Um, you know, I've had people be like, why, why don't you come to this place? And I'm like, I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. I know yeah. even you're surprised that you live yeah. there, but I am. You didn't even look before you had to go. <laughs> you just yeah. assumed I wouldn't. Yeah. I just um, always look to see who's coming to Norwich. If they're not, I consider it like a personal. Uh, I'm doing Norwich. I know you are. I'm art doing center. the art center. Art center. Yeah, lovely oh, venue. Lovely art. <laughs> Terrific. Center. Yeah, really good. Great pubs across the road as well. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm there by the half time. Yeah, fabulous. You 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 talked about um in in your show translations. You're talking about how shows have a like a. 40 minutes, there's a sad yeah. bit in a lot of these sort of things. Have you, have you managed to get a sad bit for this one? Yeah, or? the 40 yep. minutes is so sad, man. It's so sad. <laughs> there's so many sad bits. That's what you want. That's what the, gives the people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. We're glad, glad to be, I'm, I'm only going, there's going to be a little bit of sadness, followed by an uplifting end. Maybe with a little callback. Yeah, the last five minutes is pretty largely about cum. <laughs> Sad come? No, happy come. Happy come. Okay, Good okay. happy come. <laughs> another another potential pub title. Um, happy come, lucky. Yeah, and and trans- you know about how you shout to you know, do you know why? Do you know who do you, you think are? You're right? Right? <laughs> uh, as well as that, if people want to see translations on YouTube, isn't it? Yes, it is. I, I fucking shout. People keep congratulating me on it. It's so funny. They're like, "Oh, congrats on the special," and I'm like. Do you mean me spending all of my savings on a YouTube video? Is that what you're congratulating me on? The world is fucked. Yeah. I have made, it's been demonetized as well. Because I say some mad shit in it, but it's just like, not, it's like limited monetization. So I think I've, I've made like 16 pounds in ad revenue. Yeah, the mental companies that will go with that. Landmines advertising on it. So um, yeah, if you would like to, it's, I'm really happy with it. It came out really, really well. And I, the reason I filmed it is because I was really proud of the show. And I think it's so sad when people spend such a long time working on these shows that they do in the fringe and maybe they take on yeah. tour and then they just disappear mm, and yeah, nobody ever gets to see them again. I just think I'm going to commit that. And I'm sure in a couple of years time I'll go, Oh, I could have done that better. I could have done this better, but it's a little snapshot of where I was at at that point, And I'm still really proud of it. I think it's really, really good. Worth watching. It's excellent. Well, yeah, well worth watching. And uh, Victoria will get his 100th of a pence ad <laughs> revenue. If you get through that. Well, it's oh, coming out on, uh, we're soon to bring it out on uh, like vinyl and I'm going to pop it on Spotify as well. So if you'd like more of a passive experience of of that's the show good. then that's probably a handy thing to do that's interesting vinyl because i was talking to someone i met a guy in the summer at ken calling festival who runs a vinyl plant and he was talking mm. about how it's become more practical to release things on vinyl than it has been for a long time something interesting Ooh. vinyl chat um and if you want to get tickets for the, the show is there any way particularly go i mean maybe we can work out how to do it but vittorioangeloni.com forward slash tour best of luck spelling all of that <laughs> <laughs> Drink up, please. 
it's time. Right, it is now time for the final um, part here. We have to name your pub. Mm. Vittorio, what are we calling this milk-filled masterpiece? Um, no offence, but I hate English people. <laughs> and I, lo- I like the way you left that till the end. <laughs> I, will, I will reinforce my Scottish. Sing here. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go on. I, there's yeah. Just, I, listen, I love English people, and I think they're great. Some of my best friends are English. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> there's just little aspects of Englishness that I go, what? Pub and pub names is one of them. Like all English pubs are called like ye old frog and ball bag or whatever. Mm. But in Ireland, it's like, who owns the pub? A guy called Ryan. What should we call the pub? Ryan's, Ryan's. pub. It's over. Yeah. I went to Athlone to the oldest pub in the world, Sean's Bar. Yeah, Sean's That's Bar. That's the oldest bar in the world. Because Sean Bar. owns yeah. it. And Sean's going to be there. <laughs> so as a little twist on that, when my family moved over from Italy, my great grandfather he was called vittorio and he opened an ice cream shop in belfast and it was called victor's cafe because they didn't want to necessarily give away that they were immigrants or whatever but still got burnt down by racists separate issue um but i would love for victor's cafe the name to be kind of reinvigorated in in my kind of mythical pub so i think the the pub will be called victor's cafe lovely fabulous choice a lovely lovely nice end to it yeah yeah beautiful uh dan would you like to recap what Vittorio yes. is taking away in his pub. So on draft, Guinness and Guinness, 0%. Bottle choices, Iron Brew, but must be original recipe glass bottles. Available for £109, put <laughs> 75p on uh, eBay. Less uh, Vittorio's markup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, full fat and full fat milk, mm-hmm. which will help with the spirit choices of vodka and Kahlua to mm-hmm. make uh, uh, white Russians. You've accepted listener suggestion by Neil for it to have a bowling alley does need to be in a separate function room. Mm. Jukebox choice, uh, Ivor Cutler's Jammy Smears, some lovely poetry. Drinking time was uh, Grey Goose Vodka and, how do you say it? Passoa. Passoa, yeah. Passoa. Yeah. You've barred punching machines and combat sports on the telly and you've called your pub Victor's Cafe. Victoria, thank you so much for coming and joining us in the Moon and Water. It's now time for you to re- return to the other realm. Goodbye. Thank you so much for having me. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.